Good morning, Christian America. Welcome to another Wednesday as we continue down our journey through the New Testament, as we take another step uh, in Matthew specifically, because that's where we're at. If you recall last Wednesday, we talked about Jesus's teaching on murder and how Jesus got to the spirit of the law. He, he took the commandment, thou shalt not kill, and he expanded that. He, he upped the requirements and said it's not nearly enough not to commit murder, but you should not be angry with your brother or sister because that can lead to destruction because that's in the spirit of the law. This week, on the very next story, Jesus continues to up the requirements. He ups the ante. He ups our, uh, our, our behavior and what, what our behavior should be as he talks about adultery. So we're going to get into that for a few minutes. Uh, welcome. Uh, thank you for joining us on this journey. Uh, so let's get right down to it. Good morning, Christian America. So as I uh, just laid out for you, we're going to cover uh, Matthew 27 through 30 today. It's picking up where we left off last week. Uh, every Wednesday, for those of you just joining us, every Wednesday we continue one more story down through the New Testament. You can't go chapter by chapter. I mean, you could, but I don't want to. We don't have enough time each and every day to go uh, to discuss a whole chapter. Because the, the beauty of the Bible, the beauty of Christ's teachings is that, you know, you only need two or three sentences. You only need two or three sentences. One particular story that he lays out uh, or example that he sets. Uh, and you need to, to, to not only read it, but you got to understand it. To understand it, we have to kind of talk through some things and see if it makes sense what we're believing and what we're thinking about and how, uh, how we think about particular uh, uh, examples or stories within the Bible. And so that's what we're doing every Wednesday. We're, we're taking another small step in, the, in the, the large journey through the New Testament. And last week we talked about uh, in Matthew 21 where Jesus is giving uh, you know, his, laying down his requirements on the old commandments. So the old commandment of thou shalt not kill, which is still relevant. Uh, Jesus ups the ante, and he says, you know, not only should you not kill, but you should not be angry. You should not have anger in your heart to your brother and your sister. And if you are, and if you do have a problem, a grievance with your brother or your sister, you need to settle it before it reaches the court. You need to settle it before the judge rares, uh, 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 casts down a decision on you. Because you're liable to end up in hell. Because you have that hatred on your heart. You have that anger on your heart. Even if you haven't acted on it yet, you have it in your heart. And that's your intention. That's where it's leading you. And so the spirit of that leads you to even further destruction than you think. Okay, and so in this week, he's, again, he's still sitting there teaching his followers teaching his disciples uh, this is right after the sermon or this is part of the Sermon on the Mount it's right after the Beatitudes it's right after he talks about salt and light 
and what it means to be a Christian and what it means to be salt, what it means to be the light of the world, the others to follow, to guide them towards Christ. Um, and then he gets into anger and murder. Now he's into a, a real touchy subject, adultery. And so before we get started, I'd like to remind you guys that if you want to contribute to the Christian American cause, you can go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. And if you go to ChristianAmericanTees.com, you can pick up uh, premium tees, tanks, uh, hoodies, sweats, long sleeve shirts like the one that I have on now uh, with various designs, various colors, various textures. We have a brand new, uh, we have a super soft uh, tri-blend tee that feels great. Um, I've ordered some uh, recently. I'm, I'm just waiting for the order to come in, and when I do, I'll let you guys know that. But here at the Christian American uh, T-Shirt Company, we're not looking for donations. We're looking for participation, and you can participate in a variety of aspects. And one of those aspects is that if you go to ChristianAmericanTees.com, you can pick yourself up some. So uh, if you have your Bibles ready, we're going to turn to Matthew 5, 27. And in Matthew 5, 27, he starts out, again, this is Jesus speaking. He says, you have, you have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. Right? That's a, that's a Ten Commandment. It's one of the Ten Commandments. You have heard that you shall not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Now, that's tough. That's a tough standard right there that he sets. He's telling you right away. He's not He's not shy about it. He's not mincing words about it. If you're looking at the opposite sex with lust in your heart and in your mind, then you're already committing adultery. You're already committing adultery with her in your heart. He didn't say you could be. He didn't say you might be. He didn't say you could possibly be. No, he says you have already committed adultery with her in your heart. He goes on to say, if your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and throw it away. It is better to you it is better for you to lose one part of your body than to have your whole body thrown into Gehenna or hell. If your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better for you to lose one part of your body than your whole body to go to Ge- to go into Gehenna or hell. And now that's it right there. That's that that is the that is the passage that we're going to talk about, right? I mean, and again, Jesus isn't mincing any words here. He's not hesitating. He's not being shy. He's not being bashful. He's saying to his brothers that are surrounding him. Right? And he's talking to men in particular because there's men in, you know, that, are, that are his followers. But the same applies to both men and women. When you look at someone of the opposite sex, if you have lust in your heart, if you're lusting after that person, then, uh, then you are already committing a sin. And you need to recognize it. You need to repent for it. You need to stop it. Why? Because, because the, one of the, com- the commandment is thou shalt not commit adultery in the physical sense is how that was how how that was brought forth how that was uh, uh, translated okay but Jesus gets to the spirit of it 
He's getting to the spirit of the law instead of the word of the law. Why is this an important? Why is this an important thing? So we all, similar to what we talked about last week, how anger leads to the murder, right? The the spirit, what's in the spirit, leads to the sin. In this case, it's the same thing. It's what's in the spirit of the law that leads to the sin, that leads to the act, that leads to the adultery in this case, that lust. Now, we've been talking about for a while, and you, you, you're probably asking, you know, how in the world am I going to overcome this? How in the world am I going to overcome my thoughts? How am I going to overcome the feelings that overcome me in, in life? When people that are around me, I immediately, if I see a, a, a female, if I see a male, I immediately have a, a, a reaction. I recognize them. And if they're good looking, then what? If I, have I already sinned? Have I already sinned when I, when I recognize beauty when I see it? If I recognize beauty and, 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 and comment either openly verbally or just internally to myself on it is that is that in of itself committing adultery when he doesn't say if you recognize beauty he says when you look at a woman lustfully when you look at a woman lustfully and i would and and if you're a female then if you look at another man lustfully now you're committing it's not that you don't recognize it it's not that you have to walk around with blinders on it's not that you, you know, that's, that's extremely impractical. You can recognize beauty when you see it. But you don't, but lusting after someone is completely different. Now, some of us struggle with that. There are people out there that are struggling with lust. They're struggling with, uh, you know, lusting after women, with the temptations of the body. Uh, they're struggling with pornography they're struggling with uh, a, a variety of, of, of bodily uh, lustful actions or thoughts and those things are not necessarily uh, your fault right they, they come natural your feelings what you feel how you feel you feel before you think so I don't want to just necessarily lay that down uh, 100% on the person. But it's what we do with those thoughts. It's what we do with those, with those feelings. It's how we act in accordance with those feelings. If we recognize beauty, you recognize it and you know it's beautiful before you continue down your thought pattern of, of, of what else you would like to do or what you would like to participate in with that person. And what I've been, what we've been saying recently here is that, you know, you use, to use the, the characteristics, the tools that you have, use the things that are, that are working against you, that are, that are working against the community, that are working against your brothers and sisters in Christ, that are working against uh, in, in, in working against God's word, against God's wishes. You, these things are all around us. Use these things. 
for Christ. Use these things to better your life. Use these things to help teach others. Use these things to spread a better message instead of a message of hate. So if you recognize beauty in a, in a, in a, in a woman, if you're a man or a male, uh, if you're a female, if you recognize beauty in the opposite sex, take that time, take that opportunity. That's temptation that the devil puts in front of you. That's temptation to get you to do the wrong thing, to get you to, uh, to sin against God, to get you... To, to take over your emotions and your body in order for the wrong reasons, for evil reasons. Use that opportunity. Use that opportunity when you encounter that beauty to say a prayer. Say a prayer for that person that you looked at. Say a prayer for that, for that beauty as she walked by or that guy as she walked by, as he walked by. Take the time to thank God for the beauty that he put in the world. He made that person. He made that person who they are. He made that person and how they look. He made that person. That beauty is God's gift to them. That is, that beauty is God's gift to the world. You can take that time to thank him. Thank you, Lord, for bringing such a, a, a beautiful person into this world, into my presence, to lighten, lighten up, you know, this place of where we're at, at work, at the post office, at the gym. Thank you, Lord, for blessing that person with beauty. I pray that she's as beautiful or he has, he is as beautiful inside as he is outside. Thank you, Lord, for, for gracing me with and, and, and placing me in an environment where such beauty exists. Thank you, Lord, for the life that you've given me. Thank you, Lord, for blessing that person. Thank you, Lord, for blessing this place. I would much rather see, thank you, Lord, for blessing this place with beauty rather than ugliness. Use the devil's temptations for Christ against evil use these things just as we say use your devices to spread God's message instead of messages of hate use your own ambition use your own uh, selfishness to 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 be smarter than everybody else to express your opinion use that to be smarter in the Word of God to be smarter in the words that Christ said. To be smarter in the rules and the laws and the life and the example that God laid forth in the Bible. Use that ambition to be the smartest in the room. To be the smartest in the room in, in, in reference to Christ. That's what you do. Use that selfish uh, behavior. That selfish, sinful behavior where you want to be the center of attention, where you want to give your opinion. Use that to give your, to, to, to give your opinion, to give uh, uh, your 
what should I, what should, what should we call it? Uh, you know, give your uh, learning experiences from Christ that you've learned from Christ. Take that education. Take that. Take that uh, idea of, of of importance. Take that ambition of being someone important. Being take that uh, you know that, that that selfish behavior where you like to tell people what to do. Well, read the Bible and tell people what God did. Tell people how Christ acted. You want to tell people how to live their lives? Is that you? Is that that sinful nature that, inha- that, that, that inhabits you, that haunts you? You like to tell people how to live and what to do with their life? We all know people like that, and you may be one of them. Read the Bible and tell people how Christ lived. You like to give people advice on, on, on the things that they've messed up, or, or if people come to you because you like to help them along their path, along their journey. Use that. But don't give them your opinion. Give them God's opinion. Give them what Christ said. Teach them how Christ lived. Think about that. Okay, and in, 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 in this passage, we act in the same way. When you see someone, as Christ says, if you see, if you look at a woman lustfully, you recognize that beauty and you look at them lustfully. You are committing adultery. That that adultery of the heart is going to eventually lead to adultery of the body. And both are wrong. Both are wrong. Because it's that temptation, that lustful, that lustfulness in the heart that is going to lead to the actual act. Now you can't not recognize beauty when you see it you can't not you can't walk around with your eyes closed throughout the day but when you recognize beauty use it instead of turning lustful instead of turning sinful use it to to turn and be prayerful issue praise to god thank god for the gifts that he's given and the 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 gifts that he's given to that other person and to you take that time Use that temptation. Use the devil's temptation against the devil. And then praise the Lord when you do it. There's something for you to think about. I know a lot of us struggle with that. If you're a male out there, if you're a man out there, and you see a beautiful woman, maybe you're married. Maybe you have a girlfriend. Maybe you're in a relationship. And maybe you're not. Maybe you just see a a, a beautiful woman out there, and she's got a ring on. Maybe she's married. Maybe she's in a relationship. And you're automatically attracted to to her. What do you do? What do you do? What are the next thoughts? What are the next actions? Are you do you begin to lust after her and commit this adultery of the heart, which Christ says is wrong and will lead you to hell if it doesn't, if it isn't plucked out, if it isn't cut off? Or do you use it? as an opportunity to thank God for what he's given and thank God for where he's put you in this life, in this presence, in this beauty. Now, I, I, I encourage you to do the latter. I encourage you to praise God for the gifts that he's given you. I encourage you to 
to fight off temptation. And we can do that. And we can do that by using the tools that God has already given us, using the circumstance that God has already given us to praise Him and to spread His Word and to spread His message. And you will feel better about yourself. You will feel better about yourself. It gives you one more opportunity to thank God. It gives you one more opportunity to talk to Him. It gives you one more opportunity to say something that matters. To continue to stay in good graces with God, with Christ. That will lead you and guide you to do more of these things. And recognize more beauty when you see it. And remember who put remember who put it there. Remember who, who who's in who, whose idea it was. Whose inception it is. It's Christ. With that, ladies and gentlemen, uh we hope you have a great day. We hope you have a blessed day. Remember, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. If you cannot afford anything on ChristianAmericanTees.com, if, or if uh, for whatever reason, you know, it's just that time of the month that you uh, can't pick out something from the website, no big deal. Again, we're looking for participation rather than donation. So if you're liking our posts, if you're sharing our videos, if you're, if you're contributing by commenting, by subscribing to any one of the number of platforms that we're now on, if you're listening to the podcast right now in audio form only, thank you. You are participating. You are participating in the community. You are a member. You are uh, contributing to the, hopefully, the well-being of the nation the revitalization of the Christian American community. And that's what we're all about. That's what that is what we're all about. And we're going to continue to push forward. We're going to continue to strive. We're going to continue to reach out. And we ask you to continue to reach out to those around you, to your family, to your community, to those you love, to your friends, to your church. Invite them in. Share our posts. Share our ideas. Share your ideas about Christ with them. Let them know that Christ's word is equally as relevant in 2019 as it was in 1950, as it was in 1850, as it was back in the time of Christ 2,000 years ago. The principles have not changed. Our fundamental, fund, uh, foundational principles, our fundamental, fundamental, fundamental principles have not changed. Okay, and with that, have a great day. Have a blessed day. Stay on fire for Christ. Stay lit. Stay lit for Christ. That's what you need to do. Use the talents that Christ gave you to spread His message and do it joyfully. Do it joyfully. Have a blessed day.